Yes. We're not quitting. You're listening to the F That Noise podcast featuring Pete Melia. But we're talking about shit here. Jamie Klein. No one wants to smell your dirty fucking shit. Mike Burdick. Feel like I'm in group. Steve Taylor. Is he getting his ball slapped by some other dude? And Keith Greve. You get a fucking sausage. Episode 75 of F That Noise. 75! The year Pete and Mike were born. 25. Oh, Dominic French is on the live stream, on the Facebook stream. Oh! Oh. Hey, man. Awesome. Awesome. Welcome. Don just wants a clean start, goddammit. Yeah, well, so do I. And guess what? It never. It never <laughs> fucking happens. Never. It never will happen. Oh god! You know, I like I knew getting this band of uh, fuck nuts together was going to be like a challenge each and every week to get any kind of semblance of professionalism. And usually, what kills me is that by the middle of the show, we're good. But in the beginning, and then especially oh. especially on the shows where the outro wouldn't play and you wouldn't hear it. It just turned into just fucking chaos at the end. So it's like at the very beginning and the very end is just a fucking disaster. And then in the middle, in the middle is actually you can find it very easy to be set. In the middle is you know usually a pretty decent podcast, but on either end is is just a fuck. Ladies and gentlemen, this version of the Bomb Squad has been brought to you by Bizarre Abyss. Bizarre Abyss. If that's if that's if that's my entry into the Bomb Squad. What the fuck was that? Zoom. <laughs> that was one of your, your, your noises that you played. No. Yeah, somebody some somebody on a motorcycle with a really small penis just went by my house. Oh, that, that was? So, mm. so Steve, that was a crotch rocket going insanely loud. Amazing eyes. So Steve, I thought it was Dan Camp. <laughs> no, because well, part of, part of what I was saying was an assumption, but I'm assuming it's right. Yeah. I, I thought it was a Tuscan Raider, honestly. Come on, like you know, oh. those of us with small penises know others with small That's penises. We don't call. have to say it. No. <laughs> yes, it is. Drum heller. <laughs> right, we've got an action-packed show here for you today. We had. Uh... <laughs> it's happening already. It's happening already. Uh, Paul, Paul Wilcox oh, just. Me. Paul Wilcox just commented. Probably Michael yeah. J. Walsh. That's right. It was. <laughs> <laughs> It was absolutely Michael J. Walsh. I was hoping it was Marco, but I'll take Walsh. Oh, God. Not Rob Carl wasn't available. Um, so Goddamn right now. No, you still piss him off. I usually try to stay out of the fray with like dropping names like that. I usually leave it up to you. Oh, I beat Jamie to it. I beat Jamie to the joke. All right, we start every we start every episode eventually with a drive of the week. If you don't know what a drive is, a drive is a line from a TV show or a movie set with exceptional volume and velocity. And this segment belongs to Jamie Klein. All right, ladies and Chris Pender, what we got here? Uh, we got here a uh, a clip 
Um, if you want to see some, uh, you want to see a man who's completely off the wall. Look no further than goddamn Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage is always good for a very good drive. And sure enough, I was recently watching this movie, and I was dying over how many drives there are. But this one in particular is the best drive that he's done in this movie, and it, it could be in his like top five best drives ever. But um, is it the horror comedy Vampire's Kiss? That uh, basically no one's ever seen. Michael Jackson was off the wall. Is that is that Maria Conchita Alonso? Next thing yes. Oh wow. Oh Bush. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Does she have a nice Bush? I thought you said that you didn't care if uh, Mr. left the agency. I mean, I thought you said that uh, that everything took time. Ah, but Alva, that doesn't mean we're going to stop trying to do the best damn job we can. The work's not just going to go away, Alva. It never just goes away. That goddamn contract is somewhere in those goddamn fucking files! <laughs> that goddamn contract is somewhere in those goddamn fucking files! <laughs> that goddamn contract is somewhere in those goddamn fucking files! <laughs> One more time. That the gag at the end makes that whole thing. <laughs> So I never saw this movie. Big surprise. Why is he gagging there? Uh, he's slowly turning into a vampire, or so he thinks he's turning into a vampire. He's actually yeah. slowly turning into Nicolas Cage. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, I just now when you played it, I was getting like feedback. So it was like repeating itself a couple times. It was like, oh, well. No, you might also, play. but I, I have to tell you, it made it sound even better. Uh, feedback like it, you were getting like echo, yeah. Oh, no, like he would he would say a line and then he would say the same line again. It was uh, like oh, yeah, I, was, I was definitely picking that up too. Probably because I shared system audio when I when I shared my screen. Try to probably had something it. to do with Rob Carroll. Probably that technology <laughs> too. <laughs> Without a so, doubt. Keith, do you, have, do you have to do it again, or did no, 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 it play no, no. fine for everyone it out was, there? It was good on my end. You guys just got fucked, and, and the live stream probably got fucked too. But yeah, if you listen fuck to you, it, Jamie. If you listen yeah, to it cool. on Spotify, it'll be fine. Um, I wish I got fucked in '94. Oh. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> right. All right, so that was the drive of the week, brought to you by Trashman Media for all the latest DVD and Blu-ray commentary and reviews. <laughs> Go to trashmanmedia.com and also on Facebook and Twitter. All right. And don't forget to check out Go Fuck Your Fucking Cells. There you go. <laughs> there you have it. Dot com or? With that kind of logic, I defy you to argue. Um, so, Steve, Steve, Steve's got a bit of news. Uh, yes. Don't you, Steve? Oh, my balls have dropped finally. Okay. <laughs> nice. That's great. But what else? Looking forward to that. Pick uh, I, book number three has been published and released on Amazon. It is called Ethan Vaughn, the Dream Master, book one, The Mystery of the Treeless Forest. It is a story. It is a children's chapter book. So it's right in our wheelhouse as far as the level that we can read. Yeah. It's for five, I'd say five to eight-year-old. It's like an early reader book. It's a children's chapter um, it's based on a story my son came up with, and I just wrote the everything around it. But he came up with the initial storyline, so very wow. happy. It's it's out. It's I waited a long time for the illustrations, which were very well done by uh, the daughter 
uh, stepdaughter of my next door neighbor who's still in high school. Great artist. I oh. gave her the opportunity to do the pictures and she ended up coming through with some really, really great illustrations. So I'm happy with it. She did it all Amazon.com. She did it all. Yeah, she does them all on her um, iPad. And then she just emailed them to me. So it made it a lot easier just to plug them into the book. But go to staylorbooks.com. Right on the front page is a link to uh, Amazon. Or just go to Amazon and look under Stephen J. Taylor and it'll come right up. Did you use the same publisher as the last books or is this different publisher? Yeah, all through Amazon. Yeah, did okay. you put did you put a link on your website, Steve? Yeah. So if you go to fthatnoisepod.com, on the bottom of the of the webpage are all the links to all of our affiliate pages, and Steve's page is one of those pages, so you can get it through there. So if you just head to fthatnoisepod.com, scroll to the bottom, click on Steve's uh, book page, and uh, plug away. Uh, order it's a great Christmas gift. gift. Buy it. Steve, how did how did you find it uh, writing a kid's story? Like, how did you find it different than writing stuff you've written before? I loved it because it, you know, when you're doing some of the, my previous books, the young adult ones and whatnot, it's, you have to get a little more detailed as far as the storyline and you have to take things a little more serious for a kid's book. I can just have fun. You know, I mean, it was a lot more fun. It wasn't as serious. You know, I just, you know, anything that I would say, ah, that, I don't know, that sounds a little goofy. It's like that. Oh. Ah, there he goes. There oh, he no. Goes. Steve, did you add sexual intercourse to your book? Just say no if you say yes. I, don't say yeah, anything. If you, if he's, he's back. back. He's back. <laughs> oh, my God. He cut back to Steve. I did. <laughs> um is there is what's a what's a really great character from this children's book well the lead character his name is ethan vaughn which is ah. for those of you who are unaware my son's full name is ethan vaughn taylor his is just ethan vaughn and he plays a boy who when he wakes up from his dreams he can bring his dreams into reality and kind of turn the world around him into this adventure world and so this first book, he's uh, kind of like Swords and Sorcery. I'm working on the second book, which is Curse of the Jade Scorpion. And he's a ninja in um, feudal Japan. And then the one after that, I've actually started the third one, too, which is he's going to be a riverboat captain. Um, and it's almost going to be – it's not – It's I don't want to say Jungle Cruise because I don't want people to think I'm ripping it off, but it's going to be kind of a similar thing where he has to help some hippopotamuses. Hippopotamuses? Hippopotamuses? Whatever you want to say. Hippopotamuses? It's just just really cool. And every one of these stories here, based off something Ethan told me, every time he tells me something, I'll I'll make a note in my phone, and then I just come up with the storyline around it. So So really, you're just stealing from your kid here. Oh, no, I'm totally stealing from him. I'm not giving him a fucking dime. (laughs) It's my shit. It's the least uh, that uh, he could do. So Paul Wilcox, I get him a pack of Pokemon cards. Paul Wilcox just commented, "Book three, Curse of Jade Palace." He gets banned for being drunk and rowdy. Ooh, <laughs> great idea! So see what, see what Ethan thinks of that. You out of towners know that the uh, the Jade Palace is Actually, officially, the Jade Palace is officially no more. Yeah, it's closed. It is officially done now. Yeah, gone. oh, it's done. It's fucking gone. It's officially done. It's gone. Uh huh. Oh. Yep. It's gone. It's gone. Couldn't do nothing. It's gone. Man, the fun, the fun, the fun, the fun. 
It was funny. Because so what, what's what's it going to be now? Do you know? Or it was up, it was up for sale. I, I'm pretty sure they're just going to have to nuke the fucking thing to get rid of some of the. Yeah, I think lob, they have to burn lob. all the cockroaches out before they can build anything else. So. I think it was filthy near the end. It was it was still <laughs> filthy, but you know what? The food was so fucking good. I just didn't want to ask any questions. Oh, my dad loved to go have a drink there. Of course, he loved to have a drink pretty much anywhere. <laughs> which I totally, totally understand. Um, we got food. I picked up food there, uh, uh, like last, well, obviously last year, because it was during the pandemic. And because nobody was allowed inside to eat, you could tell the place was going out of business because it was fucking November and it was cold and they did not have the heat on in the building at all to save money. And so freaking everybody, like the, the employee that was waiting at the register to give me my food was in a parka and, and freezing his ass off standing oh in there. It was like, yeah, well, that's nice knowing you, sir. It's been fun. After working in the restaurant business for 30 years, I'll tell you right now, you should have left that food on the counter and left. Probably. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. if, if they don't have money to put the heat on, I guarantee that thing was not up to any kind of health code. And they're, and they're definitely not they're definitely not cleaning the fryers. <laughs> like, who needs to plug the freezer in? Uh, yeah. 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 The, the stories that I heard about the nutcracker behind the scenes probably are uh, on par with what was going on at the Jade Palace. Yeah. yeah, I haven't gone to the Nutcracker in a while. That last time I was there, it wasn't wasn't spectacular. Yeah. Oh God, I think don't you have to be like over the age of seventy to go to Nutcracker? Well, no, that was the Atlantic tonight. Um, the old the old two M's when we were uh, and what the, what was it? What was it after two M's? It was something else after two M's. Oh, uh, I know you're talking about. Fuck. Anyway, across from Schrader, yeah. across the street yeah. from Schrader. Yeah, I, I don't cares. I think. Yeah, something like yeah, that. It's called I don't give a crap. Yeah. I went there with uh, I went there with my ten year old for dinner tonight after we had football practice, and freaking it was just literally like it was old seven lonely man night because it's all oh, that was all that oh, was there. good night right there. Oh, oh, that was a great night. There was some fucking misery going on in that place tonight. Were they serving scotch? Because I mean, no. were they? Here's so here's the thing. I go to pay the bill, and the station's kind of in the middle here, and so there's tables behind it. So I'm standing there, and I'm I'm waiting for the girl to run my card, and I just happen to look behind her, and there's a man sitting by himself with the dinner and a little glass of red wine, and he's just sitting oh. there, and I'm like, "Oh, you're drinking diner." Wine. Oh, <laughs> that's good in seven. That's right. It is. That's a level of misery that I can only hope for one day. Oh my god! Uh, and I, and I, bet, I bet him watching you enjoy a, a night with your son, he's probably like, "Mike oh, doesn't talk to me anymore." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went one way, Mike. You went the way. <laughs> he, had his, he had his back yeah, turned you know, to me the whole time. I felt like we were going the same way. I don't know. <laughs> it's good to be a pissed old man. Yes. We got, we got the whole bit down already, you know, the grumpy old man routine. Like, I want to be so good at that one day. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'm already shitting myself, yeah. too. Good. Yeah. <laughs> See? All you got to do is stand around. And, all you got to do is stand around and go, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. And you have Oh, jeez, I was doing that in high school. <laughs> every day, every day. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. All right, so Steve's book, the title once again, Steve. It is The Adventures of Ethan Vaughn, the Dream Master in the Mystery of the Treeless Forest. Find it on Amazon or head to fthatnoisepod.com and follow the link to Steve's Thanks. page. 
Congratulations, oh. man. That's really awesome. Thanks, man. Um, Buy it. Yeah, it's only eight ninety nine. It's a it's a steal. But, Buy it for the holidays. But get me out of the restaurant business. What if someone wants an autographed copy? Huh? Ah. <laughs> Speaking of old men, it's a very it's a it's a very it's a very, it's a very fair fair question. <laughs> what if someone wants an autographed copy? <laughs> 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 no. So Jenna Miko. So Jamie went to St. Louis okay. over the weekend. I did. No, I didn't. How was how was that? Oh, I love oh. St. Louis. St. Louis is pretty cool. It's a nice little town compared to Chicago. It's it's very tiny. But um, it was not bad. We I've always wanted to go on that St. Louis Arch, and that is that's pretty cool. Going in that thing is pretty awesome. It's, it takes four minutes. You're in this like little tiny like bubble, and it's really claustrophobic. And you go up slowly, not not super fast, but as you go up there, you get up there within four minutes, and you're allowed to be at the top for seven minutes, and you can look out all the windows at the top of the arch. I think it's six hundred and uh, my wife would know this six hundred and thirty feet up in the air. And that was all. It was cool. It was it was really neat. Seems like it would tilt wow. tilt sideways as you're going up. You are. Down. You're actually on an angle, looking out the windows and going up. It's it's weird. Holy crap! So it's 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 pretty. Yeah, if you're if you don't like heights, you're not, you'd hate it. Yeah, but, I don't think I'd like to. Yeah, it's are it's you, it's neat. Are you guys sitting or when you go up that bubble? I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. There's seats. You sit in the bubble. It's kind of like um like an old like uh, Ferris wheel kind of thing. Oh. As you go up, the cool thing is there's windows, but you're not looking outside. You're looking in between, so you get to see all the construction and how they built it as you're going up. Yeah, I thought that was fascinating. Oh, it was really cool. So fascinating. Yeah, and then uh, oh. you know, hit some barbecue places because they're you know hit some St. Louis ribs, which were awesome. Um, nice. Went to a lot of breweries, a lot of breweries. As you should, as you should. A yeah, what was, was a, a lot of. Did you, have, did you have a favorite brewery that you're in? Anymore? Yeah, yeah, it was a place called Chef Fly, um, because they, they had a full menu, so Wait. it was nice to eat, yeah, actually eat there too. Chef and, Fly, yeah, it's S C H F L A Y, I think it was. It was, it was Chef Fly about what the food's made of. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, it was, it was good. Yeah, that place was awesome. Um, so yeah, then went to Four Hands Brewery, another really good brewery, but yeah, it was a good time. A lot of hanging out and it, we were only there for, uh, Saturday in the middle of Saturday. Cause we drove up, takes about five hours from Chicago. And so drove there, spent most of Saturday nights, all Sunday. And, and then, uh, Monday we decided to hang out, go to another brewery and then go home. So who does the, awesome. who does the driving on long trips? I do. However, it, I always do the driving and I don't stop. Like I won't give myself a break or anything. I just keep going on my way to a trip coming home. I'm either a little hungover or right. sleep or something like that. So then, then we switch back and forth, but going up there, I'm like, two enough, I just put the pedal to the metal and just get the fuck up there. The goddamn contract is somewhere in the goddamn fucking files. Right, exactly. That's I've heard Jamie say that behind the wheel before. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming back from Buffalo, right, Mike. That's perfect placement. 
god. I believe that's what it sounded like when the hood flew up on your windshield. Oh my god. <laughs> no, that fuck, was fuck, fuck, what the fuck, fuck. The reason I asked I like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. is that my wife that was my wife has such anxiety in the passenger seat on long trips that I just let her drive. Like it's it's not worth it. Because really? the constant Slow down, slow down. You're going too fast. Oh my god, why are you tailgating this guy? Like, what are you doing? Like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. it's not worth it. Just fucking drive. Just drive. I will put my headphones on. I will leave wow. the fuck alone. Does she get? Does she put like the pedal to the floor on the passenger side? No, like the no, brake. No, no. She does like. There's a there's a long there's a joke in my family that I secretly married my mother and I didn't know it because it's exactly what my mother That's used to gross. do with my father. Yes, it's very disturbing psychologically. There's probably a lot of questions to answer for that. But fucking, she'll she'll do the thing where she just kind of grabs onto the fucking armrest and be like, "Slow down, slow down. You're going too fast. Why are you going so fast? Why are you going so fast?" But, so I just I just let her drive. I do remember you tailgating quite a bit. I drive a certain way. I have a style, but you know what? I'm comfortable with it. <laughs> Tempting the fates is what it's called. A little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, little bit. All right, Mike. Whoa. Mike went camping on a rainy weekend. Oh my god! What? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I uh, my son and I went for a scout weekend uh, to camping, and it was when I picked up. We went with another father and son. And when I picked them up, he said, "Have you seen the weather?" I said, "No, I haven't had a chance to look at it." And he's like. There is going to be this huge storm coming tonight. I don't even think everyone's going to stay. And it's exactly what he said. Um, so, uh, so I'm like, oh, great. So, um, so we get there, and everything's fine. And and you know, we go through part of the day, and we get down to <laughs> Jamie's gone. This always happens during my stories. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. Yeah. All right, fault. Hey, go on. My, no, what is that movie? What is it? It's not my fault. What is that movie? Um, it was it was uh, Empire Strikes Back. It was Lando Lando yeah, Car- yeah, yeah, yeah. Lando Calrissian. Steve, Steve, yeah, I told, I told you it's a forgettable movie, Mike. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, so like all of a sudden, like midday, it starts just downpouring, and and just like opens up and uh, waiting on a camping was, trip. Come on, yeah, get out so we of had, here. We had these three like canopies set up next to the pavilion at our campsite, so like the ground under the canopies just turned to absolute mud, and like Ooh. the kids are up in the pavilion. They're like, you know, they got a dinner and shit, and like eventually, like. Uh, another group we saw, they're like going to bed at like seven thirty, and I'm like, "Oh my god, you're going to bed at seven thirty? That's crazy!" And like a half hour later, I'm like, I "Guess we're going to bed because it's so freaking pitch black and just raining." What else are you gonna <laughs> do with a bunch of kids? What right, else really? are you gonna do? So no edibles on this trip. Huh? Kinda, what? No edibles on this trip. I'm huh, like, <laughs> no, but luckily there was a flask. <laughs> well. And I, I think I mentioned this on our text, and I, I'm trying to figure out how to get back to the, to the tent. That's the other reason I guess I went at eight. And we get in there, and uh, I don't know if you if you guys know this, but tents are not waterproof. <laughs> tents tents are water resistant. So, like, if you get a certain amount of saturation, it will go through. So oh, yeah. Like, so like I, I'm good luck stopping it after that. Yeah, on the right and left-hand side, it's a four-person tent. There was, like, little water leaking in. And, like, so Robbie and I are kind of in the middle, and he kind of slept on me. And, like, it never, like, flooded under us, but definitely was forming puddles. And all night I'm, like, thinking, 
you know, what the fuck? And I, I woke up like every, anytime I go to sleep, I'm waking up like 25 minutes later because it's so freaking cold, even for me. Yep. I love the cold. Oh, really? It was so cold and it's like just storming all night. And uh, he slept through the whole thing, but I think I got about a total of about, you know, 40 minutes of sleep all night. Jesus. And it, like it was- right now at this moment, like I can tell you exactly how that feels. Like, <laughs> anytime you've ever camped, like recently, a long time ago, it's always the same story. In the morning, you're just like, you feel beat up. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the three dads are like, oh, that was fun. And, but you know, the thing about it is, is like, you don't remember the stuff that goes smoothly 20 years later. No, These, this is that's true. You remember. It's not so fun. like, you know, Good. Robbie, Robbie now has the camping experience in a typhoon. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, I mean, that's, that's something. And I got to sleep the next day. So whatever. You're making memories. Good point. Where did you guys poop? Sorry. Where did you guys poop? Uh, in our hands. Mostly. <laughs> did, you, did you throw Good. it? Yeah. Did you throw it for distance? Did- was that part of the? Was that a badge that he could earn? Yeah. <laughs> a badge. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is like before the rain, like I like they took a whittling class in scouts, so he got certified in whittling. So I bought my son a lethal weapon. Mm-hmm. I bought him a really nice knife. Nice. And they, they spent the whole time like whittling when it wasn't storming, and like the next day we're like taking the stuff across to the to the parking lot on the other side of the camp and. I said to the guy, I said, this is the definition of a scout camp. So besides the sex, uh, <laughs> the definition of a scout camp is you, is you, you leave your kids alone with lethal weapons in the campsite where you go to the parking lot, you know, it doesn't have anywhere else. No. So it's fun. Mm-hmm. Murder's fun. Though. Yeah. Murder. That's what I heard. So it was, it was good, but it was shitty too. Kids had, kids had fun. <laughs> Kids had fun, and that's all that matters, right? Yeah, he had a blast. So, oh my god, he could describe so many things that way. Yeah, <laughs> Chris, Christmas uh, party. Yeah, that's uh, a Christmas one. one. Damn sure, Chino, Chino. Yeah. Well, if the kids had fun with Chino, Chino. people would be like, "Look, Daddy, I lift his leg, and it just drops right back down." Um, like, didn't you know I was drowning in the tent, Mike? <laughs> Yeah. Can you count to 13? Okay. Yes, I, yes, Gino, I did. Yes, I did. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so I had a, a topic that come across because I went to a wedding a couple weeks ago. It was a nice nice ceremony. Nice, nice scene. It rained like a motherfucker. Very similar to your camping story. Uh, but uh, got was, married in the tent. It was funny. No, it was what was funny was I was. <laughs> like what? What? James. He was paying the price right there. No, his, his 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 part of the show is over with, and now he's ready for bed. So, oh, I gotta get the same out here, guys. Give, give him a cookie, and he goes away. Um, freaking, uh, where was I now? Oh, so wedding, wedding, yes, yeah. wedding. So I was sick as a dog leading up to it, and oh. uh, like my kids, Beats. my kids both had sinus infections or whatever the fuck it was, respiratory, whatever. And both of them tested negative. So I wasn't really worried, but I got a COVID test anyway. And it came back negative. But I'm fucking hacking a lung up, right? So I'm fucking, like, keeping my distance. Mm. And I'm going to the bathroom when I have to cough really bad. But there's just this tickle in my throat that won't go away. Emphysema. Pretty much. Penis. 
and I'm saying to myself, I can't sit down during Diabetes. this. I told, I told my wife, I can't sit down during the ceremony because if I start fucking hacking during the vows, it's all over. It's all over. It's yeah. all over. So I, luckily I found a bottle of water and I just had this thing just full. Just, and every time I thought maybe I was going to go down that road, I just took a big fucking gulp and just held it down. But anyway, I texted you guys from this from the reception because I was thinking to myself, if you were ever at a wedding that you didn't want to be in, and I'm not saying that this was one of those. This is just because my morbid, my fucking warped sense of humor. If you were ever at a wedding that you didn't want to be at, what song could you request from the DJ that would fucking kill the mood? What song would make you a wedding saboteur? Anything heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say I Come Blood by Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> <laughs> That would do yeah, it. but you're yeah. still that that's romantic, so <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's, Good point. You know. Good point. <laughs> well, I, I thought of a decent one, I think. What's that? What's that? Um you know, I, I don't know if uh this is the name of the song or not, but it's uh if you want to be happy for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, you make a pretty ugly woman girl. Your wife, you know? <laughs> if you wanna be happy for the rest of your life. I bet oh, that wait, I didn't know that. Song. Wait, oh, I bet that awesome. stings up a little bit. Like, wait, uh, uh, that's a good one. Wait, Pete, you cut uh, out. I, Pete, Pete, you cut I, out. What was the line? You know, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, never make a pretty woman your wife. You know, in that personal point of view, that would be good. Oh, that would get be an ugly girl to marry you. Yeah, I think that beats mine. I had yeah. uh, I had one, one. one more minute by Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's oh my God. That would be a great. That's one. pretty good. I was thinking, which is also like, romantic. I was thinking anything that would get the um, miserable, jilted single guys out on the dance floor to, to belt out a song at the top of their drunken lungs, something like Pearl, <laughs> per, like Pearl Jam Black, just freaking just to get all the drunk guys singing the chorus together. Would just kill the fucking mood at a wedding and be like, uh, yeah. But here's here's the thing. This is a, that concert I went to a few weeks ago. It's like the the thing was is like uh, those bands that came up in like an, a counterculture like situation in the '90s. And everyone grew up with them, and now it's like mainstream music. So if you had Pearl Jam on at a wedding, it would almost work. Yeah, it yeah. Could. That depends on the bride and groom. Yeah. Yeah, throw something like Tears in Heaven on or something <laughs> like that. Make a thing of dead like... kids falling out of windows. <laughs> yeah. 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 Grab the microphone and make a dedication. This is to clumsy kids everywhere. <laughs> okay, go have this. Yeah. <laughs> Every kid that thinks they're Superman. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They, I can't take credit for that clumsy kid joke. That was an Anthony Jeselnik joke. Uh, fucking hilarious! I don't know who the fuck that is. He's a stand-up. He's a Jeselnik or Jeselnik. I don't know exactly how you say his name, but freaking, he is a, got the darkest fucking humor, like morbid shit that you shouldn't laugh at, and it's just fucking hilarious. I have no comment. Yeah. <laughs> like my family. Or, I love that. Not like hurt by uh, the oh. Johnny Cash, <laughs> Johnny Cash, or whatever. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. That's a good one. That is. It I was, think all you have to do is have Jamie do the best man speech, and then it would be pretty much done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said that before. I think oh, no. Was- we all thought it was great. 
Jamie's dad didn't like, think it was funny. Right. I, know, like, <laughs> I have no idea how many times I see like Carrie's family and they still bring up that speech. Oh, that was the best. They loved it. That was the absolute best. That's hilarious. We're talking about like 16 years now. They're still talking about it. God, it's I have to, still talking about. I have to do another best man speech coming up because uh, Dave Bell is getting married, and so it's, he got it's, married. He did, but they postponed the reception. They just did the courthouse thing. Hmm. So the reception's going to be uh, April 30th. And um, I started thinking of a best man speech, and this is his second second marriage. And I started writing this. I'm like, well, I can't do this. It was like, because hey, her, her last name, I, I, I don't want to say on the air, but, you know, I'd say, oh, welcome to the whatever family. You know, good to see you. And. And everyone else on the on the, on the Bell family, uh, thanks for coming to the sequel. This is round two. Or, I was like, oh, you totally should do yeah, that. Absolutely, Jamie, that'd be amazing. Let me tell you. Yeah, you know, you've uh, you know, Ed has done some of the readings with us, and yeah. I, I I think I mentioned it one time, but it's been a while. He would laugh if he's hearing this for some reason. Is that he, at his wedding, his best friend brought up how his bride and him met. And it was when he was dating another girl. Ah. So he brought up oh, the fact that they cheated on the girl to you know with his now wife. And right. he, the best man brought that up at, in the in the speech. Ooh. Oh, that's amazing. That is or Ed's just like, you know, you know, like this. And it's it was really <laughs> awkward. That's, oh that's, my god! I would shit myself. That's almost it's like easy. somebody bringing up somebody's driving issues. I was gonna say that's oh, almost as bad. That's <laughs> almost as bad as claiming the groom was a Canadian driving instructor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's all right. That wedding didn't work anyway. <laughs> you know what though? That still has my favorite moment of any wedding, any um, reception with Jamie with the camera running around and. My sister-in-law's father going, I love you! I love you! Jamie calls me, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. It's like, I love you! I love you! Like, flipping out. Like, whoa, whoa, who's this old man? <laughs> like, oh, I my God. Camera in front of me. I'm like, it's like, the whole time I'm recording, I'm like... <laughs> and that going away on that that, we- that wedding will always go down in infamy not only because of the horribleness of my first marriage but that <laughs> wedding is is when my dad stopped drinking because he was forced to because he got wasted at my wedding and then fell over a table and then reopened the the cash bar yeah. and everyone drank until like two in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I can only hope for something that good. Oh, that was it. Like after that, he didn't have another drink again. I'll tell you what, your dad. I think your dad started that night by buying everybody drinks like crazy. Oh yeah, and then uh, when I was leaving, he gave me like four hundred in cash because he was so wasted. Goes here, I want you to have this. I was like, all right. That's a good fucking life. That's awesome. <laughs> like, all right, Dad, thanks. I love you. <laughs> falling down. I do remember him falling on the ground at one point. Oh my god! I thought my stepmom was gonna beat the living shit out of him. I hey, was, I was laughing so hard. Wedding, you know what can you do? If I can yeah. do that at my son's wedding, I'll be very happy. So what's right. what's the worst story? What's the worst story? Did you? What's the worst part about a wedding that you witnessed or were part of? From like guests acting out. Well, I'll tell you oh. what it almost was. It was almost at your wedding, Keith. Because oh, 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 what? My my uh, my daughter was there, and she, I think I guess it was my daughter was there, and she 
went for the wedding cake and she like she like no one was watching and she like reached out like she was going to grab at the wedding cake oh before we and cut she it? was going to knock it knock the whole thing the hell over Harry ah, ah, ah. <laughs> just got her before she did it uh, and she and she told me later she's like you'll never believe what happened because she like nearly t- uh, just destroyed the whole thing oh, oh my god that was amazing see i i i have an amazing one but unfortunately i cannot share it because it's with somebody oh. on this on this dais it involves i cannot say who it is i cannot say when the wedding was but it involves a very uncomfortable situation between the bride and her cousin. And I can't say anything else, but it was, I will fill you guys in off the air, but just know that you got to remind me to fill you in off the air because it is. Okay. Well, I guess I can't. Is it a story we know? No. Oh, I guess, oh, okay. I guess I, I'm not thinking the same. Oh. Well, well, here no, was it John Hovatsis? You absolutely do not know it, but it was the most. It was probably <laughs> next to any time I shit myself when I was younger. It's probably the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my life. Wow. <laughs> let me uh, let me hit, let me hit the outro here so I can hear the story. Jamie's gone. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, Jamie's gone. Jack Here comes Elizabeth. There's the big one. Oh, it's Jack Murder. Is, <laughs> is it? Oh, Steve, Steve, I thought one of your favorite moments would be what you do with some of the bridesmaids at other people's weddings. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping for a different bridesmaid, though, so I kind of... That, that was plan B. <laughs> I hope she never <laughs> listens to this. That was flimpy. Uh, that was such a douchebag thing to say. Hey, you know, every, every girl likes to hear how she was the fallback option. <laughs> oh my god, it fucking kills hey, we're, me. We're here for truth at that noise. Yeah, yes. Right. yes, we're... Uh... At least I'm honest, goddammit. Yes, I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of, I, I used to work with this, this fucking dude who, I think he had Tourette's syndrome, I'm not sure. But there was this one chick that we worked with who was kind of a big whore, and she was complaining one day why no guy wanted to stay with her. And he called her a starter girl. <laughs> and I thought I was going to lose my mind The look on her face She's like what do you mean He goes yeah you know you're the one everyone fucks And then they go find the girl they're going to marry and I was like oh my god oh, <laughs> I laughed harder than I've ever laughed in my life And I felt bad for her a little bit But it was too goddamn funny to not laugh Holy shit <laughs> oh, I was fucking jacked up uh, It's funny <laughs> It's funny because oh. it's true Um yeah. No. No. Chino. So, did we ever decide because of last week's technical ver- uh, difficulties whether we were going to ask Jamie about the new James Bond movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> nice. Oh, that you, movie. You Fuck. like that, right, Jamie? Oh, I fucking did not care for that movie whatsoever. Hmm. Um,. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a fan of of pussified James Bond, uh, woke James Bond, uh, James Bond who cries, James Bond who says I love you. 
uh, uh, James Bond who who doesn't bang broads at all. Uh, I I fucking couldn't stand it. Yeah, could not stand it. Fuck that noise! But oh, that is a total fuck that noise. So name of our show, Pete. Name of our show. Aside from the, the beginning is cool. The beginning's got a cool action. Aside from that, even the action scenes were bland and boring. And it's a fucking long ass movie. Like it is. It's two hours and forty five minutes, and a lot of it is just I love Holy you, shit. That's man. All, so, that's then a long James Bond. James Bond's got a kid. Fuck that! You don't give James Bond a kid. Spoiler alert. Stupid. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm saving you money. He's got kids. You just uh, don't tell him about them. Yeah, <laughs> right? He's got a million kids all around these different yeah. countries. <laughs> um, oh, God. It was it just pissed me off so fucking bad. Uh, the music was lousy by, uh, what's that fucking emo dirt Oh, bag? Billie Eilish. Oh, God, I can't stand her. Ugh. <laughs> why? Her fucking music seems like it would be right up your alley. Why, why on earth would you say that? Oh, she fucking frigs. Her and Ellie. <laughs> These fucking frigs. Uh, the last one I like, I thought Adele did a good one for Skyfall. Oh, and, yeah, she won the Oscar yeah, for that. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah, liked, um, Chris Cornell, I thought was one of the best ones who did um, for uh, Casino Royale. Oh, that fucking wow. movie. I watched that again recently. That movie's so fucking that's king. I think, and that's another so thing. I think I hated No Time to Die more because the night before we watched Casino Royale. And you watch that, and then you watch this. It's like, what the fuck happened here? <laughs> Makes sense. Oh god! And the villain, Vill- I like the, uh, the guy who, uh, who was in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Remy Malek. I don't know. Remy yeah, Remy Rogers part of it. His name is. <laughs> but uh, he's he's good. He's actually pretty good. But he doesn't. He's not even given much to do. It's like it's like that movie fucking blows. It is so fucking. So, did you like it or did you? Oh god, stunk! I'll tell you another one. I thought wasn't very good. Steve is going to have a different opinion on this one. I saw I kills, and that was another oh, I fucking one. loved it. Oh god, Steve, that thing is deep. I loved it. What <laughs> that killed me is when you said the script sucked, and in my mind, I'm like, who watches that kind of movie for a script? I That's wanted to see people get murdered. What movie? That's all I cared about. Oh, Steve, that thing is people uh, got killed. Drinking game of how many times a mob goes by and says something like, uh, "Was it evil dies tonight?" Evil that is like shit. Uh, that was stupid as shit, but the fucking uh, movie was oh uh, some any, of the murders what, in that movie were amazing. What movie was it? It was good. It was like, okay, Michael Myers is on this scene, that's good. Anytime he's off, that movie just stops dead in its tracks and it gets so bad. Anthony Michael Hall, I thought he was like kind of a decent actor. What the fuck happened to him? He's a tra- yeah. He was it was, uh, was kind of weird to even see him though as that. Oh, part. and then you bring back all these characters from the original film and then you kill them off within 15, 20 minutes. Like, what was the point of that shit? I murder. It got you. I, it got you to buy tickets. I, that was the point. Yeah, I, so no, I watched it on Peacock. So. Of the Michael Myers franchise. Say that again, Mike. It destroyed the integrity of the Michael Myers. No, I. Wow. Tyra Banks and uh, what's his face? They destroyed the integrity. Well, okay, yeah, I would say that is still the worst entry of the Halloween series. Between that and Halloween Two, the um, Rob Zombie Halloween Two, 
That wasn't very good either. That thing was horrible. I I would say Halloween 2 and this one were about equal. No, no, no. I don't hear you, Jamie. I don't hear you, Jamie. Hey, you want to see people get killed? Halloween 2, Rob Zombie one's got a lot of gore and people get kicked. And I might add this. At least Halloween 2's got some fucking titties. This new one's no fucking titties. Oh. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen any of those before. One, once again, Hollywood's not allowed to show women nude anymore because everyone's gone woke. We can't see fucking titties anymore. Can't see nice fucking bush. All comedy movies all got fucking dongs in them now. And it's like, give me a fucking break. I want to see that fucking pig. Can you just unblock the tits, please? <laughs> Jamie loves his corn on the cab. Oh. It's like they just they can't make, they can't make good move. I'm like I have no faith in anything else. I'm out. sorry, I can't. Get, hey. I can't get Jamie's opinion here at all. I don't know what like. I don't yeah, know I don't know how he feels did. about either one of the movies. Yeah, Jamie, Jamie, can you stop riding the fence and just tell us how you I'm feel? Sorry. Yeah. Well, hey, if you ever if you ever need faith in anything in this world, Captain Kirk has like, gone to space. So that's if, all we need. If, that was Captain cool. Kirk has gone to space. On a scale of one to yeah. ten, with ten being Pulp Fiction and one being Mulholland Falls, where does the new James Bond movie rate? Uh, all fairness, I wouldn't go one. I wouldn't do that because the beginning did have a cool action scene, and Daniel Craig is is a good actor, and and I like uh, Ray Fiennes as M. I, I'd go three and a half. Wow, that's more than I thought you'd give it. Yeah, I, I got to be honest, I, I, and I would go with Halloween two. Or, or Halloween Kills, whatever it's called. I'd go about three and a half on that as well. Mm. That's uh, bullshit. Steve, what, what yeah. would you give it, Steve? I give Halloween Kills a solid seven and a half. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's night and day. Generous. Solid. Solid. <laughs> it did. And you can even, I, anyone that I talked to prior to no, seeing that movie has said, I just want to see people get killed. That's all I cared about. I got a ton of that in a really good way. The rest of the movie, I could give two shits about. I just wanted to see people get fucking murdered, and he lived up to that shit. Michael Myers killed a lot of fucking people in that movie. Sure. (laughs) You can't can't argue with that logic, can you, James? No, I can't. No, I can't argue with that. And there's a little Easter egg that harkens back to Halloween 3 season of The Witch that I did appreciate also. Well, did you catch the Halloween 2 reference in that also? All the medics are wearing the same outfits that they wore in Halloween. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, that awesome. was kind of cool. Dagobah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, it's yeah. needed fucking nudity, though. That's that, that's the other thing. Dagobah. Fucking titties in these movies. God damn it. Oh, wow. Jimmy just wants his fucking bumicles. Bumicle tits. We're at the 47-minute mark, so I think this is a good time to... Ooh. Sign off. Oh, we're getting oh. out of here. Yeah, unless anybody else has got anything pertinent they want to add. No. Travato. Okay, there you Fuck go. Fuck for fun. There you have it. <laughs> this has been episode seventy-five of F That Noise. Head over to fthatnoisepod.com or find us wherever you get your podcasts. Fthatnoisepod.com. Pick yourself up a hoodie. Who doesn't like a hoodie? Especially now with fall. It's hoodie season, folks. It's Han Solo season. You need a hoodie. Doug Dumont hates hoodies. Yeah, he might. <laughs> I thought he liked uncircumcised penises. 
that's pretty much it. <laughs>